Hi everyone, it's Brittany and welcome to One Hot Mess. Alright y'all, so today we're going to be talking about karmic relationships. We're going to be discussing some signs and stages that you may be in one and what exactly a karmic relationship is. So, you love them, you hate them, your heart burns and your gut churns in their proximity. Well, welcome to the world of karmic relationships. One second you're laughing, the next you're screaming at each other. One minute you embrace, the next you swear you could kill them. And yet, despite the ups and downs, you always seem to get pulled back into the sticky honey-like spider web of your relationship with them. And we all experience at least one karmic relationship in life. It's just part of our spiritual calling. But the question is, how do we know if a certain relationship is karmic? What's the purpose of karmic relationships? And is it healthy to stay in one or not? So, tracing its origins back to ancient Eastern philosophy, a karmic relationship describes a connection between two people that has rekindled in this life from a previous incarnation or past life. And for whatever re- reason, the relationship we had in the, that past incarnation carries unfinished business and unresolved issues. So, in this lifetime, we are tasked with clearing that karma for the enrichment and evolution of the soul. Another way of putting it is that karmic relationships are bonds created between the souls of individuals who, before being born into this world, agreed to work their shit out, also known as creating a soul contract. And whether you believe in reincarnation or not, karmic relationships, at the very least, can be seen as opportunities to learn major life lessons. And no, karmic relationships don't just occur between lovers. They are also found among friends, family members, children, and even colleagues. And you might be wondering at this point whether twin flame or soulmate relationships are karmic relationships. And my answer is that sometimes they are, but usually they're not. Soulmates are people in our lives whom we connect with on a deep level. A soulmate connection feels gentle, deep, and easy. As such, it's unlikely to be karmic. A twin flame, on the other hand, is our soul's mirror. A twin flame connection feels intense and transformational. Their purpose is to help us undergo spiritual integration and transformation. And it's common to confuse karmic relationships with twin flame connections. Sometimes the two go hand in hand 
Yet overall, a twin flame relationship is designed to help us more than harm us. And again, there's a fine line between help and harm. Sometimes, for instance, something that harms us can eventually help us and vice versa. But generally, it's easy to tell the difference between twin flame, soulmate, and karmic relationships. So, when it comes to distinguishing between these relationships, it's helpful to remember that there's a difference between a karmic lesson and a karmic relationship. If your relationship is like a non-stop roller coaster, then it's probably karmic. But if you have arguments and dramas from time to time, I mean, what relationship doesn't? It's probably a karmic lesson that you are in the process of learning. There is a large, glimmering red ruby hidden at the core of a karmic relationship. The treasure to be found, it must be earned, and it can take time, patience, and tremendous humility. And the gift that I'm talking about is spiritual evolution and soulful maturation. Karmic relationships are the doorway into deeper growth, expansion, and freedom. And as irritating and upsetting as they are, they're an opportunity to return to the truth of who we are. But this chance to awaken doesn't come easily. The nature of life is that there must be friction to grow. You know, like a baby chick, it must peck its way out of its shell, and a seedling must push out of the earth. A newborn is squeezed and screamed out of the womb. We too must go through this process of tension and release death and rebirth, and yet, despite the blood, sweat, and tears, we eventually realize that our pain never diminished our essence. It forged it. Now our egos may be shattered, but our souls can never be touched. Perhaps that is the biggest spiritual lesson of karmic relationships. They open us to the power of love through the gateway of letting go, and they remind us of who we truly are. We've all seen karmic relationships play out in literature and mythology before. And all of those karmic stories, they teach us something. But it can be hard to know whether we are in a karmic relationship or not. And if so, what to do next. So, here are some helpful signs to look out for. Primarily for those in karmic relationships. But please note that not all karmic relationships are romantic. So the first sign is you are irresistibly drawn to them. It's like the moment you met, you both had an instant connection. It was as if you were magnetized to each other. And it all felt so mysterious and predestined. And you either hated or loved them at first and there was no middle ground. Also, they're addictive as you got to know them. You fell further down the rabbit hole. It was just something 
about them. It was intoxicating, like an addictive mixture of chocolate, wine, and heroin. You just can't get enough of them. Staying away feels like going through drug withdrawal. And the more time you spend around them, the more your emotional life is sent into a tailspin. You swing between love, hate, lust, disgust, laughter, and rage. The highs are very high, and the lows are very low. And as your emotions bounce up and down, so does the relationship. It's like you both seem to attract or create drama and play out unconscious games with each other. Sometimes your gut instincts begin to kick in, and a feeling of heaviness or discomfort and dread sits at the pit of your stomach, and deep down, you can't shake away the feeling that something is terribly off in your relationship. So you try to ignore this feeling, dismissing it as paranoia or silliness. Being authentically vulnerable with them, it feels scary, genuinely. Can they be trusted with your heart? In truth, you don't know if you can really trust them due to their track record. When you do open up, they can't hold space for you. They're either too wound up in their own problems, or they flat out reject you, and in the end, you don't feel safe enough to be your full self around them. Another thing is that the sex is amazing. Sexually, you have a hot, intense, and wild connection. And you've never experienced such amazing sex in your life. And yet, afterwards, something still feels like it's lacking. The connection is amazing, but it's also addictive as it keeps you stuck in the same old place. The same negative patterns, they keep popping up no matter how much you think that you've worked through them together. Either they're not holding up their side of the relationship or you aren't. For instance, if one of you has had an affair, chances are that it has happened multiple times and will continue. Even small irritations keep emerging in increasingly provocative and infuriating ways. And let's face it, the two of you are not the best communicators. There's a lot of unspoken assumptions, judgment, and skipping to conclusions quickly. And when you've tried to communicate openly, it just hasn't worked the way that you intended, no matter how much you try. And at any given time, the two of you are like matches, just waiting to be lit. One of you will tend to bottle up that anger, which turns into rage, and the other tends to explode whenever irritations occur. So you both have a special way of pushing each other's buttons. And they bring out the worst in you. Your shadow selves, your dark side, relish dancing with each other, and you're often shocked by their behavior and your own. And sometimes... You're left wondering, who am I, or who are they, really? And despite the fact that they bring out the worst in you, you can't imagine life without them. You just do not want to let go. 
And being in this relationship is tiring. You feel mentally and emotionally drained around them, but chances are that you blame yourself for these feelings. The truth is that if you feel perpetually exhausted, the process of letting go has already been initiated and the relationship just is not destined to last and you'll eventually feel compelled to leave. Maybe your morals and values are tested. You tolerate behavior from them that you would never stand for in another person. Maybe you enable one of their addictions or you adopt shady ethics. Whatever the case, your character is being tested. Like, what are you willing to put up with? Where do you draw the line? And at what point do you just say no? Strangely, it's as if you are both drawn to try and sabotage each other's happiness. It might be like a sarcastic, off-handed comment or a full-blown act of malice. And the result is that you often feel like competitors, not a supportive team. There is an underlying darkness to your connection and one or both of you tend to become more self-destructive. Deep down, you feel that your happiness depends solely on their happiness. Whatever they say, think, or feel about you is immediately taken as the gospel truth. And while you give, 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 they take, 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 or vice versa. And ultimately, your entire sense of self-worth is based on the way that they behave. And at some point, you feel stuck. Your relationship feels like it's stranded in a thick pit of tar. You try to take two steps forward, but you're drawn ten steps back. Anger, bitterness, anxiety, and depression soon follow. And you're terrified of leaving this relationship, but it feels dead. So you don't know what to do. So you're fragile, exhausted, and disconnected. So you begin searching for answers. Why does this relationship bring so much pain? How can you resolve your issues together? And as you begin soul searching, you start evolving. You begin drawing back. A sense of self-sovereignty. In many ways, you are starting to evolve to the next level. Yet, this means you need to leave them behind. A split between desire for staying and desire for leaving builds within you. And in all truth, you know that this relationship is unhealthy for you, yet you cannot release the idea that you're destined to be together forever. And besides, going out on your own feels frightening and overwhelming, and you may decide to leave. But again, you're drawn back to them. The seductive and toxic cycle continues. And while some people can cut the cord and end the soul contract, others keep repeating the holding on, letting go cycle many times before emotional liberation. But eventually, the lessons have been learned, the karma has been cleared through the power of love, forgiveness, and a solid dose of boundary setting. 
you're able to surrender and let go of your karmic relationship. And this process might happen in your lifetime or in a future one, depending on how much inner work occurs. And a lot of people ask themselves, should I stay? And I say that it depends because firstly, is it a karmic relationship or is it some other kind of relationship with karmic lessons? As I said earlier, if your relationship is like a nonstop roller coaster, then it is probably karmic. But if you have arguments and dramas from time to time, then it's probably a karmic lesson you're in the process of learning. And secondly, nothing is black and white. Not all karmic relationships are destined to end, but most are. Is the other person doing the work? Are they committed to growth and change? If so, then I guess cautiously proceed because it might be worth staying. If the other person isn't growing or evolving or committed to change, it's probably best to end that relationship. So it's hard to let go. So here's some tips on how to let go of a karmic relationship. Reach out to others for mental, emotional, and spiritual support. We are biologically programmed to seek comfort in the presence of others. So try to call in or build a support network. Decide how you will say goodbye. What's the healthiest and swiftest way of bidding them farewell? Make sure to practice self-love and forgiveness because this will enable you to love and forgive them. And be thankful and reflect on what you're grateful for learning and be solid in your conviction to leave. Maybe listen to some healing meditations for spiritual nourishment. Some guided breath work might help you to release the karmic cords that connect the two of you. Actively practice letting go and letting be. And do some deep listening and let yourself feel your feelings. Begin to build the foundation of your new life. And remember to be gentle with yourself and be proud of how far that you have come. Karmic relationships can happen between us and partners, parents, children, friends, or anyone, in fact, who is part of our life. And these relationships offer tremendous illumination and the opportunity for spiritual evolution. But growing the soul is often an arduous and perilous adventure. And yet, like many things in life, karmic relationships are both tragic and beautiful pointers to our true essence that flourishes through the power of love. So, I hope that this guidance has helped you. And you are welcome to share how your karmic relationship has ultimately enriched your life. If you would like to, just send an email, guys. One hot mess zero at yahoo.com. 
I would love to hear some stories. Anyway, thank you so much for listening, guys. I really appreciate it. Please make sure to hit that follow button. Everyone have a beautiful day, and I will talk to you guys later. Bye.